0: Thank you for listening. Three, three, two, two, one. Now live from the Devil Radio Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, where the political party is just beginning. Welcome to the Devil's Advocate Show. Friends proving it's never personal, only politics.
1: Please allow me to introduce myself.
0: Here is your host, Mike in. Crute. Boy. Welcome to the Devil's
2: Advocates Radio Show Dominic, I'm calling today the day my faith in politics has been restored. Happy hump yeah. day to you, fella.
3: <laughs> Happy hump day to you, Crudy. Great to see you yesterday. Evan working the board. Thank you, sir. Our fair audience. What a what what a couple what a couple days, man. Good to be with you.
2: No hangover. The evening no. didn't go late last night, did it? <laughs> we
3: behaved ourselves. Yes, we did.
2: Uh, Dominic, there was a battle for the soul of the great state of Wisconsin. And we won. What? We won. The left I, one. I'm so, I'm you so not used say to that. One. It's, it's so hard to fathom sometimes. And I feel like, by extension, we, Dominic, we were elected to the Wisconsin Supreme Court last night. <laughs> yeah. I also feel a sense of success. It's been a 10-year project or more. And we're just getting started, dude. We're just getting started. Uh, by the way. Invited the boss along 4:32 today. days. Sage Weil, uh, Civic Media CEO. My partner joins us uh, here in the Solidarity Realty Studios, WMDX Madison. Perhaps Sage will be in a clothing mood. I know I am. <laughs> and, Dom, um, I look at yesterday, it was sort of a turning point in history. And I mean that in all sincerity in a couple of different ways. A. Defendant Donald Trump, what, he was arraigned. We see be, the, the first colonels, the seed court of the accountability for the former president. Defend on Trump. He's got a new moniker. And of course, the the election of Janet Protosewitz has restored my faith in politics, Tom. I think last night was a great night. And we will get to the winners and the losers and everyone that tuned in for last night's coverage here on Civic Media, well, you're all winners, man. That was great coverage, and I would point out, as I was hauling ass back from Milwaukee to Madison, post, I mean, Saywitz was already on the court by 8.45. She gave her a speech by 9.30. I was heading back to Madison during the course of the election coverage. They gave me a little warning. 60-mile-per-hour winds, golf ball-size size hail. I'm thinking, hell no, not with my shiny car. So uh, anyways, I drove faster, and I beat the small line <laughs> by no more than 10 minutes. Uh, but it was in the garage last night. Put her in the car. Car's in the garage. Oh, good. So the winner is Crudy and my <laughs> car, and by extension, all of you, because you've heard the story now. Let's get to Dan Beist, Dom, And I want to get your take in just a minute. Who were the biggest winners in... Sore losers in Wisconsin's election. Tuesday. Oh there's some
3: sore losers, all right.
2: Well, sore loser himself, Daniel Kelly. He was the big loser. Every election has its winners and losers rights vice. But there was no bigger or sore loser on Tuesday than former Supreme Court Justice Daniel Kelly. <laughs> Dom, there was no congratulatory call to Milwaukee County Circuit Judge Janet Protosewitz. There was no real acknowledgement about the will of the voters. There was no concession. Instead, Kelly offered bitterness and vitriol. Also, oh, he's been he's been very consistent, Daniel Kelly. Did I not describe this man as just kind of a contemptuous bastard? Really, what I want to say about the man, I can't say on the radio. Not
3: yeah. I mean, almost nonsense. every time we speak of him, you you mention how terrible he is. You
2: know, you you know when conservatives lost this race. The day that Dan when, Kelly... When got, Kelly won the primary? Yeah, when Dan Kelly <laughs> defeated Jennifer Doro, Duro had a fighting chance. Kelly already had a track record as a loser. A historic loser. I mean, now he's a two-time loser. And the most... The last moments. The last public moments of his career, Don. Because, you know, there is no third shot. But the last moments of his career, Dan Kelly chose to go out bitterly he chose poorly uh dominic we will hold
3: his his quotes because we've got the sound
2: just a little bit longer so next segment
3: we'll get to it next segment trust me stick around it's awesomely terrible if you didn't hear it last night on the civic
2: media coverage this was the worst concession speech since donald (laughs) trump came out on the election night in 2020 and claimed he won uh, it was not a concession speech. A loser, nonpartisan politics. The state supreme court race is ostensibly nonpartisan. That is not an actual fact. Protosewitz, uh, Protosewitz took in nearly nine million dollars from the state Democratic Party. Keller received about a half a million in in-kind contributions from GOP sources. Before that, he was employed by the state Republican Party and the Republican National Committee and was paid nearly 120 grand. No, I didn't work for them. I was a 1099 guy.
3: No, no, I didn't go on tour either. I was just traveling the state with people.
2: The election law changes, you know, under former gubernator Scotty Wanker and Republican lawmakers back in 2015 empowered the state's two political parties like never before. Let's not pretend otherwise. And mm. Tom, one party was the winner. That'd be... Ben Wickler and the Democratic Party, and there's another party, they're losers. That's the GOP. But why do you take a few?
3: Uh, another winner from Daniel Bites at the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, some out-of-state billionaires. As Dan says, the numbers are pretty staggering. On the Democratic side, Reed Garrett Hoffman, the co-founder of LinkedIn, gave the Democratic Party $2 million. Billionaire investor and philanthropist, George Soros donated $1 million, there you go, as did Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker. You never hear about Pritzker, you know, like, like they talk about Soros. Anyway, 16 others gave from $100,000 to $500,000 to the state Democratic Party. That money, the money, was then passed along to the pro was campaign, which ended up spending more than $12 million mostly on TV ads. Overall, some $40 or more million and counting was dropped in the contest. Two billionaires who didn't fare so well, Dick and Liz Uline. Wait,
2: wait, wait. Have you ever seen them pick a winner? It's I mean, b- uh, literally, the I mean, U Lions. if they back you, I mean, you might have a well-funded campaign, but it's a losing campaign. Just <laughs> yeah, ask right, Dan Kelly, Kevin Nicholson. I think they were on Leah Vukbur's wagon. They've made a string of bad choices.
3: Uh, they are the owners of Uline Packaging Company. Dick Uline donated $4 million to Fair Courts America to air ads attacking Protossay, record on the bench. Liz Uline was the biggest donor to the state Republican Party at $500,000. Consider it more Uline money pouring down the Wisconsin election drain.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they, don't worry. They have more.
2: What about abortion rights, Dom?
3: Another winner, Crudy. If you knew nothing about the Supreme Court race except when it was on TV, you would have thought it was a contest between abortion rights and crime. Protosaywitz pounded home the message that she favors the rights of women to have abortions. Kelly's supporters ran TV spot after TV spot on criminal cases that they said Protosaywitz mishandled. On the campaign trail, Kelly favored his own topic, the rule of law. Even one of his biggest supporters realized a problem with this approach. I'm I'm for the rule of law and all that. We all know that, said former Milwaukee County Sheriff David A. Clark Jr. on an inferior radio station. That doesn't energize anybody. It doesn't motivate anybody, said Sheriff David A. Clark. Clearly, it did not. One GOP operative said Kelly's steadfast focus on the rule of law meant his team was campaigning with one hand tied behind their back, ignoring the issues that would drive the electorate. Tom, let me... Throw a couple other
2: conservatives under the bus as losers, according to Daniel Bice, Supreme Court Justice Rebecca Bradley, and Appeals Court Judge Shelley Grogan. Didn't she quarterback the Patriots back in the 70s? Anyways, <laughs> there were two of Kelly's biggest supporters in the campaign. Bradley served as his surrogate at various events. Grogan went to war on Facebook and Twitter with conservative talk show host Mark Belling. Never go to war with Belling. Neither did. Turned the better for it. Bradley is now in the Supreme Court minority. I like how that <laughs> sounds. She's the bad Bradley, and Grogan seems to have diminished her standing by trying to slug it out with a political pro. On the other side, Justice Ann Walsh Bradley will likely be the new Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. I would, I would endorse that move, Dom. But Justice Rebecca Dallet will likely become the political and ideological force behind the four-member, all-female, liberal majority on the court. You know, I knew Protosawitz was in good shape at the Democratic Party convention last summer when Rebecca Dallet introduced her around as her preferred candidate. I knew right then, and no offense to Everett Mitchell, I thought he was a fine guy, but I knew that Protosawitz, with the support of Rebecca Dallet, was damn near can't beat, at least as the Democratic primary choice. And obviously last night, Dom, she killed it. Uh, by the way, Dallas showed up at the party in a Ruth Bader Ginsburg t shirt that proclaimed <laughs> women belong in all places where decisions are being made. Now it's a four member female
3: liberal block. That is the majority block, Tom. Uh, some other winners here, Curdy. As we wrap up this segment, Democratic consultant Sachin uh, he teamed up with Patrick Gwarsky, uh, joined forces to help elect Protosewicz on Tuesday night. Chetta also ran the campaigns for Dalit and Karovski, meaning he is one seat short of helping get a majority on the high court. A loser, state Republican Party. Yeah, Wisconsin conservatives appear to be more effective battling one another. See Michaels and Clayfish in 2022, and Kelly Doro in 2023. Than talking out, than taking out the opposition in this post Roe v. Wade world. Yeah. Democrats are also crushing them at fundraising since 2015. Fixes are needed. Pronto, Dane County, Curdy. We want to do this one. Why don't you say this one?
2: Well, first and foremost, I had to correct your pronunciation. Patrick, uh, Patrick Geraci. Geraci. And,
3: uh, thank you. I'd love being Patrick corrected on the G. radio.
2: I know you do. I do as well. Uh, where are we? Down to Dan Dane County, County. Winner, baby. Big winner, Dane, Dane County. County. You're,
3: you're the rep, man. You are Dane County, Crudy.
2: Dane County cast more ballots in the general election. Two hundred forty thousand eighty-two percent went for Protasiewicz, than the most populous Milwaukee County. Two hundred thirty-three thousand six hundred ish. This is a trend worth watching. Going to next year's presidential election, and oh yeah, one more loser, Tom Scotty Wanker Walker. He appointed both Kelly and appeals court judge Bill Brash, who lost decisively to labor lawyer Sarah Geenan. Always a loser in my book, Scotty Walker. Come back, I'm gonna bury Dan Kelly in just a minute.
3: When they go low, we get high. The Devil's Advocates. And we are back from the 420 break. Thank you for listening to the Devil's Advocates radio show. Make sure you stick around Sage, stage while CEO of Civic Media are going to join us at the bottom of the hour. I know we have some loser Daniel Kelly sound to get to, but I want to just uh, put a bow on the Daniel Bice piece at the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Winners and losers, Crudy. There's two left, one loser, one winner. I'm going to take the winner. And unfortunately, it's Dan Canodal. As Bice writes, Let's, let us hope Canodal learns the lesson that you don't start talking about whom you're going to impeach before you've even won the election. Rookie mistake for someone elected uh, first in 2008. Now, let me, just, let me just say a couple of things here. Number one, this is Dan Knodal. He is, he is now my state senator in the state of Wisconsin. This is also the same Dan Knodal. Who, as let's see, who is this in the AP? Todd Richmond reports, I think this is from today. uh, Knottle's win gives Republicans enough votes to convict a civil officer, including the governor. Interesting. Impeach. Knottle apparently uh, said he probably would not support an effort to impeach Evers. Promised state constitution, probably. uh, Says civil officers can't be impeached, including the governor, lieutenant governor, and judges. Judges, Crudy. A February analysis from the LFB concluded other constitutional officers, such as the Attorney General and State Superintendents of Schools, could be impeached as well. colonel said he's not interested in impeaching Evers, saying he's been able to work with the governor, but he says he wants to impeach Milwaukee judges for being too lenient on criminal defendants. The list could include Milwaukee County Circuit Judge Jenna Protasewich. She won Tuesday's election at the Supreme Court. So, my newly elected state senator is going to go after my newly elected um, uh, uh, Wisconsin Supreme, Supreme, Supreme Court, Court justice. 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 Great. Now, why, why do I have such a, a, a rager against this guy? Well, he's an insurrectionist bastard. He's one of the guys that wrote this letter to the vice president. Here's just two paragraphs. Here's what he said. This is, He wants to set aside the Constitution. Here's what Dan Canodal, my new state rep, said. There are extensive and well-founded accusations of electoral administration, mismanagement, and deliberate and admitted violations of explicit election laws enacted by the state's legislatures of Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. Therefore, we write to you, Vice President Pence, to comply with our reasonable request to afford our nation more time to properly review the 2020 election by postponing the January 6th opening and counting of the electoral votes for at least 10 Days are very reasonable requests that you throw us into constitutional chaos. And the good news is we have a conservative uh, majority mega state legislature here in Wisconsin. So we can, you know, help help enact that. Now, let's just be honest here. This is not a one-off. This didn't happen in a vacuum. This is all part of that grand conspiracy of the Megas and the Republicans and Trump using these state legislatures to try to overturn the election. And the guy that just won the state Senate District 8, the state, state Senate District that I live in, Dan Canodal, that guy, wrote this letter, and now he's going to be seated in Wisconsin State Senate. So while I'm super happy in many regards this is so very disappointing. Yeah, I think a lot of the national media
2: said this Protosawitz win is basically a a declaration of the defeat of MAGA. But it's not. In the very same night, Dan Canoto won a seat in the state Senate. Your seat. But let's get oh. back to the winners. I'd like to think I was. I called this shot. And losers. I'd say you, Dom. I blame what? you. <laughs> I called it. I called it. I said I was cautiously optimistic. Roll the tape. Here's the other loser, according to Daniel Bice. Conservative media. What? Conservative talk radio. I like to call them whitey, righty talk radio and websites through everything they could at produce say and still came up short. Expect even more outrageous stuff from these outlets next year in their bid to be relevant. We're crushing them down. There will be no relevance. Just big lies. And claims of rigged elections, and the embrace, the craven embrace of Donald Trump as their probable nominee. Uh, let's sneak in a couple of the Dan Kelly. You got to hear this bitter soul. Dan <laughs> Kelly, he didn't concede cut zero for Dan Kelly.
1: Let's do cut
4: one first. Okay. The rule of Janet. And it brings me no joy to say this. I wish that in a circumstance like this, I would be able to concede to a worthy opponent. But I do not have a worthy opponent to which I can concede.
3: Kiss. To whom, I believe. My ass? I know, I know, but come on, man. He's, he, he misspeaks. Is that to which, to whom? You know, but he's trying to be so smart, but please, and elegant. Let's play the next one, if you would, please.
4: This was the most deeply deceitful, yes. dishonorable, despicable campaign I have ever seen run for the courts.
2: Yes, yours was. Yes. Willie Horton adds it, was truly it all.
4: beneath yes.
2: yes, you are.
4: Now I say this not because we did not prevail.
2: Sure, I did you did. I say this because
4: of the rancid slanders that were launched against me. Rancid. Although that was bad enough. But that is not my concern. My concern is the damage done to the institution of the court. Yes. yes. Yes.
2: When you served on it by appointment from Wanker, let's keep going. If there's time, play it for the people, e Dan Kelly. Sore loser.
4: The opponent is a serial liar.
3: Yep. Yes. Yep.
4: She's disregarded judicial ethics. Yep. Yes. She's demeaned the judiciary with her behavior. Mm -hmm. and This is the future that we have to look forward to in Wisconsin.
3: Yes, a woman's right to choose. No gerrymandering. Is there one more? Let's do one more. Play it.
4: As I look forward, I hope, I hope it does end well. This has been a beautiful, beautiful, life here in Wisconsin with all of you. And I wish Wisconsin the best of luck because I think it's going to need it.
2: (laughs) You know what I would say to Dan Kelly? F your
4: feelings, you
2: mega loser. (laughs) You two-time loser. Your political career is over. And that's how you will be remembered in the state of Wisconsin lore. Two-time loser, Dan Kelly goes down as a sore loser. As a whiny bitch. Sorry.
3: He lost by 200,000 votes this time? More than the last time? By a record number.
2: Sage <laughs> Wyle, CEO of Civic Media. He's nicer than I am. He's next.
4: And the people of Wisconsin have chosen the rule of Janet. The Devil's Advocates.
2: Making radio great again. Welcome back to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show. I'm gonna miss that guy. <laughs> I'm gonna miss him. To send him some roses. Dan Kelly, some of a fruit basket. Two-time loser, and he's awfully sore about it. You think he cried himself into the pillow last night? Ah, uh, th-
3: yes, and I, I hope it hurts a little more because two females beat him.
2: Well, the block now, the you know the block that's important. They're all females. The entire left turn left block. Uh, Dom, let's introduce a fine guest. Welcome back, the CEO of Civic Media. He's Sage Weil. He's here with me in Madison in the Solidarity Realty Studios. Sage, got to be feeling good about the outcome last night.
1: Yeah, hey, Sage. hey, guys, how are you? Make guys sure feeling? you
2: stay on the mic, fella.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, <clears throat> it was an early evening, no one had to stay up late and chew their nails unless. You were Dom looking at the Dan Canodal race. That wouldn't decide a little bit later. But I mean, Protasewicz, before the Brewers won gloriously nine to nothing last night, Protasewicz had already been declared the winner. It was an early call. Yep. Yep. Uh, very proud of the coverage provided by the team here at Civic Media. I think each time we go through an election night, we see our team getting a little better and a little better. Can't wait for next year. And mm-hmm. the important. Uh, elections to come but last night was great and uh i thought it was a great team effort here from civic media
1: yes i'm very very proud of what the team put together for election night coverage last night it was it was great
2: and i'd like to acknowledge a few of them uh todd alba terry bell they they led the coverage here from madison and also Kristen bryan jane mantanere they took the the baton from dom and i we just sort of broadcast a little bit late uh Sage, next spring, the next election that will matter in the state of Wisconsin, are you,
1: are you, I mean, it's a little anticlimactic, you know, we all built up the whole nation's watching. It's going to be a whole year until we have another election here in Wisconsin, which is, is, feels a little bit weird. It feels like we, we just keep getting them back to back. We don't get a break, but um, what are we going to do for a year? Well, we can celebrate. We can say mission
2: accomplished in this one mm-hmm. last night, uh, Sage, I know that part of the mission is doing hometown radio, and I know part of the mission yes. is preserving local journalism in a nice column written by Jennifer Rubin at the Washington Post, basically saying an informed electorate uh, turns out like they did last night in the state of Wisconsin, for pro to say wits. Um, Sage would, you know, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but <laughs> is mission accomplished? Do you feel some sense of accomplishment through this first test for civic media?
1: Uh, yes. I I mean, I think the the road is long. We have a a lot yet to build, but um, I'm proud of what we put together so far. I'm proud of what we've done um, covering both the election last fall and and here in the spring. Um, And I can't wait to sort of refocus our efforts back on the network and the communities that we're serving and um, improve the quality of the local news coverage we're doing, um, line up more local sports, um, and more Wisconsin-centric programming, um, and try to talk to people when we're not all, you know, with our running around with our hair on fire about an election and, and screaming, whatever. So I think, yeah, it'll be, it'll be nice to (laughs) be a little bit calmer, I guess.
2: (laughs) Has it been agreed?
1: Our our real, our real mission here. Has it been agreed
2: civic media is creating a, a warm fuzzy blanket of truth across (laughs) the state of Wisconsin? (laughs) Sage.
1: You know, we try. It's, I think, uh, it's, it's hard to feel warm and fuzzy in the midst of an election because, uh, it's it's so hyperbolic and people, I mean, it's, it's so, it's so frustrating. Like, I feel like trying to get the candidates to talk about the things that actually matter and talk about it in a way that's, uh, um, honest and like getting to the point and actually highlighting what, where their actual differences of opinion and policy are, um, is always challenging. Um, but we and, saw that in this race, uh, this, perhaps for yeah. the first
2: time, I think Rebecca Dallet did a good job. She had a, a, a primary opponent and Rebecca Dallet, she had to cast herself. She had to say, not here's how I'm going to vote on lawsuits, but here's what I believe in. And I think that that mold was set by Dallet. She introduced her at the Democratic Party convention, mm-hmm. talking about Janet Protosewitz, but she was not shy
1: And I appreciate
2: beliefs and things like rigged maps and that women should have the right to abortive care if they choose.
1: Absolutely. And I and I and I appreciated her her candor. Um, And it's crazy that saying that uh, the electoral maps do not lend themselves to democratic representation here in Wisconsin is somehow a a partisan position or something that it, it seems pretty factual to me that, <laughs> that the maps are, uh, that our representation does not reflect the electorate. Um, but setting that aside, I think mostly I'm reacting to the, um, uh, I mean, it's more the, the, all the noise that's running, not just what the candidates are saying, but all the political ads and the PAC ads in particular. It's just, I mean, I think that's really what people negatively react to, um, when they get frustrated with the process and less so what the, um, what the individual candidates are saying.
3: Folks, you're listening to The Devil's Advocates Radio Show. That is Sage Weil, CEO of Civic Media. Sage, oh, glorious night last night. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, in looking at some of the counties on the maps and knowing where the footprint for the different Civic Media products are, uh, I noticed Green Bay, Outagamie County, kind of that that the Fox Valley area, um, and I know there's been some new stations that, that have gone up in that area. But even even out west in the Cross area, where the insurrectionist uh, Van Orden is now serving in Congress, it looks like there you know we, we went a little blue over there as well. But we don't necessarily, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Sage, some of these stations are still in the process of getting up and running. So when we talk about what happens between now and next spring and, and, you know, the the facts, the facts, as you talked about, you know, democratic representation with with redistricting, for example, a lot of people don't necessarily know that. Uh, When will these stations be up and do you think it's going to have the impact uh, that hopefully we've seen here in this last election?
1: Yes. Yeah. There's still, there's still a number of stations that are in the pipeline. Um, you know, deals have been signed, but it takes a while to get FCC approval and to get them on the air and close and all that stuff. Um, so Lacrosse is coming. So is Eau Claire, but they are not, um, well, they're on the air, but they're not ours yet. And we haven't, we haven't made any changes to programming or, or anything like that. So those are coming in the next couple of months, um, which is going to give us um, quite a bit of coverage of the third congressional district, um, Derek Van uh, home home district that I think we have almost everything we don't have, we don't have a stevens point station but um wisconsin rapids does reach um that 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 city um and we're also going to get racine um uh, and kenosha which is you know clearly part of the first which is one of the other like i think the only other competitive district in this state which again is you know just pointing to the sort of the sorry state of the maps in in, in wisconsin that only two districts are competitive and we're, we're like such a closely divided state, like it feels, and in my view, any safe district is a problem. It doesn't matter if it's red or blue because there are sizable minorities in those in those areas that simply aren't motivated to vote and the politicians aren't motivated to be responsive to their constituents. See, for those that are unaware,
2: it has been a fairly rapid acquisition. I mean, no one has built a fuzzy blanket of coverage in a single year before. Uh, but there are still some growing pains, and I hate to acknowledge our blemishes on the air, but our audience, they notice. They, they notice, notice if yeah, yeah. something is broken down or they don't hear what they would expect to hear at a certain time, and there is a massive effort going on behind the scenes. Oh, my God. Massive a effort. A build up right now, if you will. <laughs> yes, yes. I would call it a Death Star. No one else likes that, but uh, they're building the guts of this warm, fuzzy blanket of truth at the soon-to-be world headquarters up on State Street, Madison. Yes, yes. But people, if they would indulge us for just a little we're, while longer. We're, we're,
1: we're so close. We're so close. And the, and the engineering team is working so hard. Um, and and it's even hard to find more engineers to like get more help because it, it turns out that it's hard to hire radio engineers It's sort of a, a dying breed <laughs> shall we say um but there's there's a lot going on behind the scenes and we're very excited about the the new infrastructure that's going to be in place in a couple of months now hopefully knock on wood um which is going to give our hosts the flexibility to travel around the state visit any studio do their shows remotely um patch in guests and co-hosts and callers from wherever um it's going to be great um but you know it's just it take some work to get there
3: Say so uh, what, what happens now? Uh, do you look at this result and, and look at your efforts and the efforts of the team here at Civic Media and see, yes, we, we've had an impact? Are you at that point where you can confidently say that this, this, is, this is working and this is something that we can duplicate in other places?
1: I, I don't think there's any doubt that we had an impact, Now, how big that impact is. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't even know if it's worth having that conversation. Um, the reality is that for any election, there are hundreds, thousands, and there are lots of people that are, you know, pushing together. Um, sure. and no one person can take credit for like putting us over the edge or, or whatever, even as, as, um, as tempting as it is to, to, to claim, to claim credit. Um, but, um, I'm claiming a little yeah. credit here <laughs> in Dane County Sage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've, we, we, we've, we've done a lot here in the state, but we're certainly not done. I mean, a lot of these stations again, have just come on the air and, and we've yet to really, um, build out the, the local programming that were that we're That's part of our mission.
2: I don't Um, know if some people have ever really thought this through, though. Uh, The original Air America launched in 2004. It was an anti-George W. Bush effort. But the station here in Madison, the former Heartless Media station, came on the air in 2004. That's 19 years ago. Mm -hmm. 20 years ago here in Dane County, we now have more Democratic voters than we had voters 20 years ago. And the one thing I don't think anyone ever thinks is, why is Madison so liberal? Well, it must be the college. It must be the governance. Well, it's been Scott Walker's governance for a decade. No, it's the
1: radio station. But, you know, I'm sort of a
2: single-issue voter over here, I, yeah. Sage.
1: I mean, radio, radio is interesting because it's so hard to measure, um, even just telling who's listening and trying to understand what its impact is. Um, but, but despite that, nobody doubts that radio has a hum- huge impact on the way that the, the narrative is shaped um, and the way that voters think and how they talk about issues um, and, and how they vote. Um, and that's why conservative right radio is like the first stop for most Republican politicians when they're gonna go announce a candidacy or when they wanna get the message out about an issue and why those um, networks coordinate so closely with political campaigns on almost everything, right? That's clearly an important part of that, that ecosystem. Um, and there's never really, well, I guess with air America, there was sort of something, but there really hasn't been anything like that on the left. Not that we want to be the left, the, the, the counterpart to to right-wing talk radio. Um, I would like civic media to be focused on the voters and on, um, restoring democracy and a reasonable discourse, um, by offering a variety of opinions. Um, but it just so happens that in today's, world, for some reason, being pro-democracy is, you know, makes you a socialist, which is <laughs> sort of ridiculous in and of itself um, when you put it that way. But um, I look at the metric of success,
2: voter turnout. And in Dane mm-hmm. County, they turn out. And in many yeah. places part of the around the state of Wisconsin, uh, they turned out. I mean, Dan Kelly last night earned, what, more votes probably than any conservative candidate ever has. Mm-hmm. And still got his ass handed to him by Janet Protosewitz. I just like saying that. Uh, we've got a few people in the audience, and we're going to open up the phone lines here in just a moment. Uh, Sage while our fine guest here in the Solidarity Realty Studios. Sage is the CEO of Civic Media. He's the boss, and he's my partner. And this has been a whirlwind year of building a radio network. And it's not done yet. And all the parts are not even in place yet. But I would say some of these stations started coming on board as soon as last summer, and we've seen in different markets, especially Mm -hmm. Richland Center has been very encouraging. That's part of Derek Van Orden's district. And we know the people are listening. We see it analytically. We see it through our stream and we Mm -hmm. hear them calling in on the shows. Uh, So it's been encouraging to me to see that if you put this information out there, well, what do you know? The state of Wisconsin is craving news, truth, and, of course, the super coolest radio show in the afternoon ever. <laughs> That's a rhetorical statement <laughs> more than a question. You just agree with that just, one, Just Sage. nod along, Sage. <laughs> Not along. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, let's no. uh, let's take a quick break here. We'll come back. We'll take some phone calls for Sage. While uh, if you got some questions about the future direction of civic media, well, he's the guy with the answers. Hopefully he's got the answers. If Sage <laughs> oh, doesn't yeah, know, does. nobody knows. Uh, but it's growing rapidly. And I would say this warm, fuzzy blanket of truth is going to be the most powerful thing in the universe by <laughs> next election year. <laughs> Come back with us. We are the Devil's Advocates. We're having fun. We're celebrating a glorious victory. The only one feeling bad today, Jody habish Senekin and those that voted for her and those that now have to, you know, suffer through with Dan Canodal as your state senator. Oh. And uh, also Dan Kelly, a very bitter, bitter man. Couldn't have happened to a nicer guy, Dan. Come back. More Devil's Advocates. More Sage Wyle.
0: Grass-fed, locally raised, 100% organic. The Devil's Advocates.
3: And we're back. Thank you for listening to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show. Make sure you check us out on the socials, on Twitter, at Devil Radio, on Facebook, at the Devil's Advocates Radio. And, of course, on the phones, taking some calls right now. Sage while CEO, Civic Media, 844-967-2789. Let's get to him. Tim from Whitefish. Welcome, Tim. What do you got for us?
0: Hey, this is Jim from Whitefish Bay.
3: Oh, hey, hey Jim. What's happening?
0: Time to start Talking about some
2: serious uh, summer promotional fun here. You guys got to get Dominic up north, you know, to the county fairs and the Fourth of July parades. I mean, uh, if they got a cow milking and contest, I got your con- I got your contestant.
0: <laughs> well, just think, you know, he's the pretty face. You got to get him in the Eldorado convertible <laughs> and, uh, you know, put it with his college bibs, flexing his
2: muscles. I mean, look at the following you guys would have.
3: Hey, you can only I only wear the bibs if I got one of the straps down, Jim, cuz that's how we roll.
0: Oh Jim, <laughs> okay, that You did wear you guys you did wear bibs at lacrosse, didn't you? <laughs> I mean... I
3: never wore bibs. <laughs> <but> <laughs> I, I I may have had a pair, Jim. I got to be honest. All it all was early. Jim, oh, you so
2: got so a question you know. for our pal Sage while CEO of Civic Media. Well, just
0: just that just that pearl of wisdom for your promotional tour. To get get going get get out there and uh you know, spread the good word around the state this summer.
2: Jim, I guarantee you, we will go out and party this summer in the great state of Wisconsin. Can't wait, man. Seventies next week. The party's just getting started. 844-967-2789. Calls for Sage Wilde, CEO of Civic Media and promotional ideas, apparently. Uh, <laughs> Jeannie from Eau Claire. How you doing, sister? Hey, We're Jean. coming for you soon. We're coming hey, to Jenny. Eau Claire oh, I'm soon.
5: i so excited. I just can't wait. But I have to say, you guys... And, Sage, you're, you're a blessing to the state of Wisconsin. I mean, the coverage that you gave last night, outstanding. And the thing of it is, is that, you know, people keep talking about the insurrectionists that got voted in in my area, my representative. Listen, our local television stations, unfortunately, don't give any state news. They had this guy going around with the Republicans, talking to the police like he was already a member of the government in the state of Wisconsin, the insurrectionist.
2: You're talking That's about Wisconsin. Derek Van Orden, yes. Jeannie, he's the insurrectionist. Yes. You referenced that yep. Dan Canodal, state senator insurrectionist that got elected yep. last night. We were all night. going around like he so was
5: already in office. And people got used to him and looked at him like that kind of guy. They didn't really cover his participation or where he was. A lot of a a, a desert of state news so when people get you that's going to be a great thing because they need the state news on our side it's like we don't even live in in wisconsin we don't have anybody working over there at the capitol so thanks again outstanding job you're a blessing keep it up
1: i'm very thankful bye we appreciate that jeannie um and we are we're coming we're coming with the news, <laughs>
2: can't wait to get to can't Eau Claire 95.3. Yes. That is going to be the shining jewel of the north in Eau Claire. Uh, Chippewa Falls, WCFW, coming soon. Uh, Claire, welcome, Claire. What do you got for us? Say hey, hi Claire. to Sage Wild.
5: Hi, hi, Devils. Hey, Claire. Hi, Sage. <laughs> Hello, um, I'm kind of going to echo Jeannie. I'm calling to thank you. As soon as I heard Sage was going to be in the studio, I decided to call because I want to thank you, Sage, for believing in the devils and for investing in this big network, which is very exciting and so important. And I'm just so glad that you guys are doing what you're doing.
2: Claire, can I make a small distinction? He believes, I would like to think, in the devil's advocates. (laughs) Now, I've still got a sticker here in the studio that says, Scott Walker worships Satan, but that's a different sort of believing in the devil, if you know what I mean.
5: (laughs) A fair point. Gotcha. (laughs) But um, the coverage last night was excellent. I listened, and... uh, Dan Daniel Kelly was absolutely appalling and I thought the commentators who were obviously speechless came back and handled it with finesse. Well, we the commentators. That. It was really interesting. Well, thank goodness it wasn't Dom
2: and Crude after a couple of celebratory drinks, because we might have told Dan Kelly what we really thought of him last uh, night. Oh, it was
3: it was terrible, uh, Claren. Thank you so much for listening and great job for everyone not swearing after hearing that debacle from Kelly last night. What what an absolute embarrassment! I mean, literally for the state of Wisconsin, for the guy to sit there and say, "Well, <laughs> you know, good luck Wisconsin. I'm I'm I, I hope it's worse it. for you." I mean, aren't you part of Wisconsin, dude? Are you leaving now? I mean, the whole thing was just very strange. I would be okay if he did <laughs> leave now. Dan Kelly,
2: go to Illinois. We don't want you. 844 967 Don't send them to California. L.A. doesn't want them either. Welcome back, L.A.
0: Tom. Say hi to Sage Weil.
3: Hey, hey,
0: hey, first off, uh, we the people ultimately are the government. And uh, we need to remember that. And Sage, you uh, have done such an incredible job, just uh, you know, being there with Crudy and making this thing happen. Um, it was years ago um, back in Wisconsin when they didn't even have an alternative to Fox in terms of their basic cable. Um, I think it still might be the situation, but it's good to actually have truthful radio, uh, which is what you guys are. And, um, Just thank you so much. I think you finally have put the nail in the coffin to, uh, the, the era of Scott Walker is hopefully done. And not only does this help the state of Wisconsin, but it also helps, um, every state in the union because they always felt that if they could do it in Wisconsin, they could do it anywhere. And they almost got their wish. So I hope the people out there just keep on realizing that, um, You know, people that grew up in Wisconsin are very, very proud of you, and uh, people, um, you know, uh, from other states are very, very happy with what you guys are doing. But Tom, you guys continue to take it nationwide. I I don't want to
2: sour grape, but but you realize Dan Coonodal, who wrote a letter to the vice president the day before the insurrection on January sixth, he won a state senate special election. The battle is every day, my friend. We didn't win. We won one seat. We lost one seat. They could literally try to impeach constitutional officers in the state of Wisconsin because of the outcome of last night's election.
0: It's every day, Crudy, but you know what? It's good for us just to celebrate one day. Mm -hmm. And uh, also, it's really, really good for us to take a bow. And it's really good for us to not talk about the next election because all that means is more money in politics. And we got to get money out of politics. That has got to be our number one focus of everyone, whether you're on the right, the left, center, whatever. It's got to be to get money out of politics and overturn Citizens United, Buckley versus Vallejo, and First National Bank versus Bilotti. Those are the things that we have to do as a country in order to reestablish and to uh, restore government back to we the people. Tom, well said. Let's
2: sneak one more in. Sage while CEO of Civic Media in Studio here in Madison. Glinda from Madison, say hi to Sage.
5: Hello, Sage. I have to thank you for getting this uh, radio station together, you and Crudy. I used to listen to Dom and Crudy many years ago on Air America. They were my favorites, along with Randy Rhodes. And when, I think it was Clear Channel or somebody bought that up and it went bye-bye, uh, Progressive Radio was no longer in Madison, I was really disappointed But when you guys came back on, I was very excited, and I always look forward to listening to you. And I think you guys should take some credit for the win last night because of your expansion throughout the state. And you have every reason to celebrate, and I think you should pat yourselves on the back here.
2: Well, appreciate that. Kind (laughs) words, Glenda. Please don't keep us a secret. Tell all your friends and Sage. Sage Weil, CEO of Civic Media. He's a humble guy. So I'll do the bragging for the both of us. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> and F your feelings, Dan Kelly. Come back. Dom and I will continue with the greatest radio show ever and humblest.
3: Thanks, Ed.